All right, guys, how's it going? Welcome in to the podcast, Rover Sports. We're going to talk about Creighton basketball today. Creighton. Creighton with another just an unbelievable victory tonight on the road in Milwaukee tonight at Marquette at number 19 Marquette. The Creighton Jays are now in sole possession of second place in the Big East Conference. And this game was an absolute war in Milwaukee. And it's the evolution of Greg McDermott. It's the evolution of Creighton basketball. And it's absolutely phenomenal to see the Jays playing this well. I am just, this is this is one of the best, it's probably the best Creighton team I, I've seen um, since the Doug team in, in 2013. And it's one of the greatest Creighton teams of all time. Creighton hasn't made a Sweet 16, but this looks like a team that could potentially win a couple of games in the tournament. This is a team that for the first time ever, since they joined the Big East in 2013, they might be able to win a Big East regular season championship. If they win out, then they at least tie Villanova because they would have beaten Seton Hall twice. So if you look at Creighton, their only loss at Providence, they've won out of their last eight games, they've won seven out of the seven out of eight, four straight victories. Um they, they went to Villanova and won. They won at Seton Hall and at Marquette. So three straight wins on the road against ranked opponents. This Creighton team is really, really special. They found their stride, you know, with the Villanova game. And they were able to then win some home games. The game against Providence, you could say, uh, was a game that that kind of spearheaded their run. But let's talk about the specifics here of tonight's game. And Tyshawn Alexander, I mean, people are going to say like Miles Powell had an off night against Tyshawn. And, and then people are going to say Miles had an off night against Tyshawn Alexander. Then they're going to say, oh, um, they're, they're going to say that Marcus Howard had a bad night. But Tyshawn Alexander, he just is the stopper. He puts the he puts the clamps down on people, and he's one of the best defenders Creighton has. He's an NBA wing, and he shoots the ball left to right from three, a little bit left of his head, and he's a lights-out three-point shooter, very, very good offensive player, but defensively he is next-level good. He's the best player on Creighton's team. He is probably one of the most complete players. I mean, Zigorowski, you can argue, is is the best, their point guard as well. Uh, Marcus is a, is a phenomenal player, but Tyshawn, in this game against Marcus Howard, he was absolutely crucial. He held Marcus to zero it for, throughout the first 20 minutes of this game, and Marcus Howard overall in the game was 4 for 14, and a lot of those points that now came down the stretch Marcus Howard only ended up with 13 points, and a lot of those one one three-pointer actually came at the end. He almost held him in single digits tonight. Tyshawn Alexander, I mean, overall he he had, it says, six boards for Tyshawn. 22 points, six rebounds, four assists for Tyshawn. Absolutely incredible game by him. 
And, and from three-point land, he did attempt 11 threes, but he made four of them. And he made timely, huge shots in the fourth quarter of this game. And Creighton's defense, they held Marquette to 22 points. I mean, this was a grinded-out game. Mitch Ballack, you got to give Wojciechowski and, and Marquette credit because defensively, they were physical with the Jays. And that's the difference between this year's Creighton team and, and years past with McDermott. The other teams were more finesse. Uh, more geared towards just, you know, open space and, and geared around Dougie, Ethan Rogge, a little small ball. You did have Enjanique and Jahans uh, that, that were really physical guys. And I know Artino could be physical. And yes, Creighton was tough uh, when they had Dougie. But then there was a stretch of teams where the team just wasn't cohesive. You know, from 2015 to 2018, you know, excluding the Maurice Watson year where the team was, was, was really poised with Justin Patton, who was a one-and-done guy. They were poised that year. They, they had a lot of talent on that team that one year. I think it was 2016. Then Maurice Watson gets injured. Season completely changed. But this Creighton team, so connected. Every player on their team loves each other. The chemistry is incredible. Mitch Ballack today, he had two three-pointers spaced out over time. Mitch Ballack only put up six shots today, six three-point shots. And one of them was a big heave, uh, you know, kind of in the fourth quarter or in the, uh, the end of the second half to kind of like a momentum deep three. He just always shoots it in the flow of the offense. He only takes six shots. Marquette, everybody in the Big East knows the scouting report on Mitch Ballack. And or Balak, you could you know you could say, um, but the fact is, Mitch today had seven assists and grabbed four boards. But seven assists, a lot of those were making the extra pass. And Mitch, he could have been down, you know, because Mitch Balak again, he only had three points throughout the first half. This is a guy who puts up twelve points a game, a lights out shooter. Teams are taking it away instead of holding his head and getting down on himself. He just continues to play great defense. He continues to communicate and be a leader. He could score no points, and he could still make excellent passes, and he knows that there's so much more to basketball than just his elite shooting ability. He definitely helps the team out by shooting, but his defense is so much better. His leadership, his basketball IQ, not turning it over. And today he didn't turn it over again, and he had seven dimes. And he hit two huge free throws to clinch the game. And, and the three-pointer at the end of the first half was a big-time shot. So Mitch, again, going to be kind of a, uh, you know, kind of an, an underappreciated hero, uh, you could say, in the game. Uh, or, or one of those guys that when you look at this game, you're going to look at Tyshawn in the 22 points. Damian Jefferson again. Huge shot uh, down the stretch when Marquette cut it to about six. He got like a layup to bounce off the back iron and in when Marcus Howard was kind of bringing Marquette back. Uh, Damian Jefferson, I've said this in the last podcast, he's like Draymond Green. He's scrappy. But Zigorowski, all the switches, Creighton was locked in from the opening tip. They wanted it more. They were scrappy, defensive, and tough. An incredibly inspiring performance tonight, and that's how you win games in the Big East. That's how you win games in general is by playing defense, and unless you have Doug, you, you know, you used to have Marcus Foster that would help you get there, but if Creighton really wants to win in the tournament, you know, Creighton, they've never had great seeding in the tournament, and against Baylor was their great chance to win. 
uh, it, to go to the Sweet 16 was the year where they were a three-seed Dugs last year in the Big East Conference when, again, I think they were second in the conference that year and maybe and made it to the championship of the Big East Conference, lost to Providence in the championship game of the tournament, of the Big East tournament. Creighton's defense is just vamped up and this reminds me of like the 2016 Villanova Archie Diacono team with Josh Hart no Chefu and again I have my, my good buddy Dave um is is really knowledgeable in college basketball much more so actually than myself so I enjoy talking to him and a lot of people are more knowledgeable than me in college but the thing is I've said that this Creighton team has magic and I hope that they can win a Big East regular season title. And in the Big East tournament, I hope that they can win the Big East tournament. I just want to make as many memories as possible with this team because you never know. Like, they could draw like a, Luka, like a Luke Garza, you know, or an amazing center, and Bishop could get in foul trouble. And one bad game for 40 minutes in a tournament, and this team could get bounced in the round of 64, round of 32. Or maybe they hit some unbelievably clutch shots and they go on a magical run to like Atlanta to the Final Four or something. They're capable of doing it. It all depends on health. But you got to enjoy this style. I mean, seven out of eight wins. Right now, Creighton sitting in second place in the Big East. A top 15 team in the country might get down towards the top 10. This is a remarkable season for Creighton basketball. And even Creighton's biggest doubters got to say that this team is a, is a really good team. And they're just tough. I mean, you look at these guys, and it's Christian Bishop's their tallest guy on the floor. Sometimes you got Denzel Mahoney, a transfer from Southeast Missouri State. And the fact is, Mahoney, I mean, he's just bought into this team completely. It's like he's been there for five years. Zigorowski's running a point guard with the maturity. He acts like he's a 30-year-old point guard uh, on and off the floor. Impeccable leadership. Zigorowski, you trust him with everything to lead the show. Best point guard Creighton ever had. And he makes tough shots. The way Creighton lands on two feet, like you had Damian, Damian Jefferson landing on two feet. Tyshawn Alexander made that unbelievable fadeaway off of two feet. Jefferson, hop step, really using fundamentals. He was able to spray it out to Tyshawn, and Tyshawn won the game, not only defensively, but offensively. When Marquette would make their runs in the Bradley Center or wherever they play now, in Milwaukee, whenever Marquette would get into the game, Tyshawn would have a huge shot to silence him. And, um, and Gilmore, who was announcing the game on FS1, the color guy, uh, he said, too, like Tyshawn always has the, the answers to, to the puzzle. And, and this is so much fun. This Creighton team is so much fun. The defense was so inspiring. And from opening tip until the last minute of the game until opening tip until the buzzer sounded this Creighton team defensively fought every possession like it was their last and they had tournament intensity to go up to Milwaukee and get a win over Theo John get a win over Samir Anim um, and over Sakar Anim and Sakar 6-6 uh, good wing Sakar had a really nice game tonight for um for 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 Marquette. He had 18 points. Theo John gonna poise uh, gonna have a, he's he poses problems six for six from the field, and, and Marquette was physical. I mean there were some there were some plays like Tyshawn got hit in the Adams apple today. Adams apple just brutal. Christian Bishop got slung around like a rag doll on one play from Theo John. Refs in the second half were atrocious to Creighton. 
uh, th- there was a reaching call on um, on Tyshawn that was or on Damian Jefferson that was absolutely awful. Um, th- there was fouls on Christian Bishop where he barely touched a guy. He he got he got he got a foul call. A moving screen where Marcus Howard just tripped over his shoes, lunged at a guy. They called an offensive foul. So I mean. Creighton in the second half just got shafted by the whistle, but um, it just to go to Marquette to lead throughout the entire game. I mean, if we go back, I can't remember the last time Marquette had a lead, and you know Marquette, um, Marquette's biggest lead was three points, and that might have been in the first couple minutes. In fact, I'm going to go back and look at at the exact. I'm going to look at the play by play. Marquette, Marquette, Marquette. Marquette with 13 minutes and seven seconds led Creighton 11 to eight on a three-point shot by Sakar Anim. But other than that, so if you if you in a 40-minute game, Creighton led about like 33 minutes of the game, and and it was absolutely spectacular. Creighton took the lead and didn't look back, kept leading on it. And again, Denzel Mahoney chipped in tonight, had a big three-point shot. Um, and Denzel tonight only had nine. He had nine. Um, usually gets more. It doesn't matter though. His defense. He took it. He took a charge. The defense of this team. Their intensity defensively. This is a. This is a very good, good defensive team. And I think it's near elite level defense. And people might say, Ah, well. You know, they haven't gone up against incredible, incredible, you know, difference-making players in, like, a tournament outside the Big East. And, and you know, they could argue about San Diego State. This Creighton team is different. And this Creighton team now has turned over a new leaf in their season. They've improved up to this degree. And this is a team that I could see. Uh, I could see them possibly winning all of their remaining games and being Big East champions and and then going to Madison Square Garden and competing for the Big East Tournament Championship and getting a bye and everything's in front of them. They got a Butler team coming in. That's a, that's a, very, that's a winnable game. It's going to be a revenge game. Butler beat them the first time. Butler plays good defense. But Kamar Baldwin, Butler is struggling. They just lost to Georgetown at home. You stop Baldwin, you're going to win. I think that that's easier at the Century Link. Then, uh, boy, then they, they have an eight day break, and then they go to St. John's for a 12 o'clock game that could be at the Garden. And then they are home the remaining time. You got a Wednesday game against Georgetown, you got Seton Hall, you got four games left. Two of these, uh, three of these games are at home, and then you go on the road to St. John's, and St. John's in the Big East Conference is 3-10 and 10 in the conference and not a tournament team at all. Uh, I know St. John's is a tough place to play, and it's always tough to go on the road and travel a lot, and that's going to definitely be kind of a trap, a kind of a tough game. Georgetown, again, another revenge game. And then Seton Hall is the last game of the season. Big Fox already has that game. It's going to be on Sunday, the same Sunday as the Arch Madness final in Omaha at CenturyLink. And it's going to be phenomenal. But this defense is so inspiring. I suggest that you take your kids and you show them the effort and the love for each other and the focus. I mean, when something good happens, Creighton does not – flip out when something really positive happens. Creighton 
does not get overly excited. Right now, they're expecting the win. They're expecting greatness, and they're rising together. And Zigorowski, they're just tough. Tyshawn Alexander gets hit tonight, comes right back. Um, it's such an inspiring, inspiring team, and it's just different. The energy, the communication, the camaraderie with the bench and the team and this seven to eight man rotation. It's really a seven rotation that they got. And even Mitchell came into the game for backup point guard duties today. It was a treat. And Tyshawn hit big shots. Um, Zigorowski was able to get inside, make difficult plays. Damian Jefferson and Marquette's defense down the stretch, Creighton, they finally broke. And Creighton, it was a, it was a game where both of these teams were locked in. Both of these teams were playing really tough basketball. And who was kind of going to break? And Marquette, you know, hit Creighton right out of the break with a nice 5-0 run to start the half. And then Creighton responded with some threes, with some big level plays, and Creighton then got the lead back up to eight, took it to ten. You know, you had Balak, you just had unbelievable passing, and it's tough to stay in front of Creighton's guards for 40 minutes. And and they they spread you out. And Christian Bishop tonight just had some big, he had some big finishes. And he's just right around the rim. You could throw it up to him and he can finish, and, and he's a high-percentage guy. He's a great hustler, and on defense, Creighton, too, just rebounded, got got great rebounding effort, and sometimes they beat you down the floor. Like, sometimes Tyshawn would have a wide-open three. Sometimes they could just push you down the floor and get those Roy Williams UNC buckets. But the defense tonight, I mean, they said that this would be a high-scoring affair in Milwaukee between two of the best offensive teams in the country and in the conference. But I knew that the style that that, that February basketball is played at, and I know the style in which you got to win. And even if you're a great, a really good offensive team, you got to be locked in defensively. You got to be complete. If you want to be a mid-major and go far, you got to be like those Butler teams. You got to be like Loyola Chicago. And now Creighton's not a mid-major, but they still are a Big East team in Omaha, Nebraska, in kind of this Catholic version of the Big East. And they, they have that underdog feel to them. They're still Creighton. And they're still trying to get their respect on the national stage. And this team is a treat to watch, filled with upperclassmen of juniors. And I love each and every guy on this team. And I just can't, I can't congratulate Coach Mack, Paul Lusk, Murfeld. I can't, I can't shout out the coaches enough uh, for, for this season. And Coach Mack's evolution from incredible offense, spacing it out, and now he's just engineered and recruited the guys that are just so mentally tough and, and 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 the practices are physically tough and the game plans and what Paul Lusk has brought from Missouri State with Murph. Um, it's just a ton of fun. And, and I've had so much. It, it was fun, but yet also stressful <laughs> watching tonight because they never really had a big lead. And when the game's not at the century link on the road in conference, tonight was a knockout, grinded out kind of game. And that's just a game that Creighton just doesn't really. I mean, in the past, this isn't a game Creighton would have wanted to play. And Marquette was ready. Marquette. They executed, played really good defense, but the scouting report, Creighton flying around, just flying around defensively. 
uh, just switching, instinctives, toughness, just really flying around, incredible effort, the contests, boxing out, communications, whenever there was a huddle, it's the little things, and this team does it so, so well. So again, amazing win, enjoying it all. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, big Creighton basketball update, and what a win tonight on a Tuesday. Wow, oh, wow. Big East title insight. Wow.